Neck Nation, what's up? Welcome to another podcast with Neck Roots. I'm Kit James. Austin Davis. And we're excited to be here with you. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, today's episode is titled Define Your Why. Define Your Why. What a big deal. Yeah, this is a big deal. I think, you know, Kit, we, we've probably all heard this at some point in our life. Like, why is it that you do things? What's the reason behind, you know, what you're doing? And, and we get up, we go to work every day. Most of us get up and go to work every day, right, Neck Nation? Uh, we do all kinds of things for, you know, whatever it is, right? right. And and why do we do it? And we've, we've had these discussions. But I don't think that we go very much in depth as to, you know, why is it important that we define our why for ourselves and have that in our remembrance? And and how do we find our why, right? I don't think that we're having those kind of discussions. So I'm, I'm happy that we're going to have this discussion today. So, you know, we've always heard about why. And, and we know why it's important. If you listen to anything motivational or inspirational, they're going to talk about, hey, define your why, define your why. Yeah. And I think for most of us, we assume, hey, dude, my family or this or that, that's my why. I got it. Yeah. Right? But really, truly sitting down and defining your why is almost like scribing out your goals. Oh, sure. And then breaking them down. Yeah. And seeing if they're truly achievable and if they're truly unique and, and, and something that's your own. I mean... Everybody has a different idea of happiness. Everybody has a different identification of success. We should also have that unique, individual, different outlook on our why. Everyone's why is going to be different. Yeah. And I think one of the parts that gets a little bit distracting and confusing is we're conditioned to want what other people have, right? Absolutely. And yeah. and because we're conditioned to want what other people have, that's monkey see, monkey do. That's a me too society. Oh, big time. Dude, the media is all about it, right? We talked right. about this in like one of our early episodes, but the media is like, hey, take a look at all this stuff. Don't you want this? Of course you want right. this. So I'm going to keep showing it to you until you go buy it, right? And even if you're on the freeway, I'm guilty of it. I'm jamming down the freeway and, and, and there's no media, there's no nothing, but there's a shiny truck. With 37s on it, and it looks good. I mean, bro, I'm turning my head. I am. There you go. <laughs> you know, and I, I I want one. It's It's got a, it's probably got a Ford emblem on it, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, there's all kinds there's of different all kinds. <laughs> There's all kinds of kinds, yeah. but there's nothing wrong with wanting shiny things. But no. I think in, in, in the process of identifying our why, because we are a Me Too society, I think we end up taking on whys that we don't even realize why we're taking them on. For example, someone has a new truck or whatever. Oh, man, that is so cool. I want one. Yeah. Or someone starts a business, and they don't see the grind that goes into the business or the the sleepless nights or the risk or whatever. They just see, hey, that dude started this business, and it's a hockey stick, and it's going, I want one, and they start it, right? And they try to do something similar or whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. Having a mentor, having someone to follow – all those things are good things, but identifying your why is critical because when you do get to those challenges and obstacles and hard times in that business and in that grind and in that daily routine, your why is what's going to propel you through. Yeah, your why is going to determine whether or not you're successful in your endeavors. Right. 100%. 100%. So <clears throat> if you don't really truly identify your why and you're just doing monkey see monkey do, hey, that dude's doing it, so I'm going to do it. I'm smarter or whatever. And you might be. Yeah. But identifying your foundational why, it will. It'll power you through. Absolutely. Right? And, and so why do people fail or fall short in, during those times and then end up giving up? And it can always go back to 
one foundational common denominator, and that is their why was not identified and it was not big enough. And so to go through that pain, to reach that pleasure, if your why's not there, you know what? You're not going to struggle through it. You're not going to power through it because you need that foundational reason and purpose of why. Yeah, and I think it goes, you know, as I thought about, I've, I've had an opportunity to reflect on my whys, right? And obviously family's a big one, Yeah. right? I, I get up and I, I go to work every day for my family, right? Um, but I think we got to drill deeper than that yeah. because family is, is a why for a lot of people. But, it's a given. But – Ask yourself, once you ask yourself why, then ask yourself, why is that your why? Right. Right. Drill it down another level, right? Yeah. So that you personally, because we're talking about your why needs to be personal to you, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's, it's individual. It's personal. It's not, I adopted it from my neighbor who has all these cool things like we've right. been talking about, right? So drill it down and then really understand at the fundamental level, and then that will help you to be more successful in, in whatever it is that you're choosing to do, or it'll help things right. be more manageable, right? Yeah. Even if they're miserable, if you've got a good why and you remember your why, in fact, for example, Kit, if you go, people carry around pictures of their families and their wallets, mm-hmm. carry around, they've got pictures of their kids on their desks, right? Right. And and what for, right? Yeah. To, to remind them of their yeah. why, yep. right? This is why I'm doing this. Yeah. When you're ready to punch the Google box at, the, at work, yeah. You can look at Junior and look at the family and, and understand why, right? That's why I'm here. So there's a – I think we are unconditionally conditioned just to borrow someone else's why. I think so. Right? We borrow, we borrow their success stories, and sometimes you need to to get some momentum, but borrowing someone else's why doesn't fly. No, it's not going to get you to the close. No. Nope. And I think it's really important. It goes back to the reason we're, we do this and everything that says on our hats – you know, neck roots, remember your roots. I th- remembering your roots and having that foundational value is going to help you identify your why. It really is. Oh, sure. So, I mean, there's a good metaphor and a good example. If I asked you, Austin, if we had a 10, 10 inch, like a two by 10, right? Okay. <clears throat> Let's say we have a 10 inch plank right here, right now, and it's 30 feet long. Okay. Okay. And I tell you, walk the line like you're doing the walk, walk a straight line. If I laid it down right here in front of you, Austin said, Austin, can you walk on this 10-inch plank 30 feet across? Absolutely. For 100 bucks, would you do it? Oh, yeah, no problem. No question. Take the same 30-foot, 10-inch plank. Now, let's take it up 20 stories and put it between buildings, right, that are 20 feet apart. Oh. And no safety nets, no nothing. Hey, Austin, same 100 bucks. Well, let's double it, whatever, right? Not even for 200 bucks, brother. The, the risk isn't worth the reward on that one. But you just walked it on the ground. I know, but now we're 20 stories up in the air, dude. Come on, scary cat. (laughs) No, you're obviously, that's the right answer, right? You're like, no, right? And if we take the same scenario, right, same building, we're standing up there on the building, the plank stretch across, you said no for 200 bucks, not going to happen. Yeah. Now, the other building your kids are on, right? And you're waving at them, telling them, hey, don't get too close to the edge, whatever. But now let's put that building on fire and it's time sensitive. Will you walk that plank? And my kids are over there? Yeah. Oh, and dude, the, I'm, I'm running across that plank. Right. Now yeah. you're thinking about it, right? Not you're e- sending Not it. even a second thought. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going across. So you don't even have to think about it. And you'll walk across the same plank 
And if you look at these two scenarios up on the same building, same plank, you're saying not for 200 bucks would I do it. Put your kids in danger, put your the building on fire, being time sensitive. You're not even thinking about it. Matter of fact, you don't care about the money. You're motoring across that plank and you're blowing past the fears, the obstacles, the challenges, the I could dies, the what ifs. You're blowing past all of it. But what changed and what changed between the two scenarios is your why. Yeah. Right? Yep. That's it. So you can see how impactful knowing what your why is, how it will move you into action and motion without even thinking or considering it. We'll sit down and we'll go, hey, look at these obstacles or look at these fears. And we will evaluate our way out of a scenario, right? Oh, I do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll evaluate it so much that we're going so far north that we're really going Going south, south, right? And so as we do that in life and and, and maybe, you know, create additional obstacles for ourselves, we got to come back to this same scenario that we just did. Now, you might think, well, it's not fair because if your kids are over there, of course you're going to run over there. But it, but it's the same. An impact is an impact, yeah. right? And if it moves you into overcoming obstacles and just motoring across there, that's your why. So yeah. if you can imagine and taking your why and identifying it in your day-to-day, what impact it would have. It's powerful. It is. It is. And it, it's... This is how you get stuff done. Yeah. Right. This is how you accomplish things. This is how you get your desired outcomes. This is how you, or if you want to call them goals, we call them desired outcomes. Right. right. We talk about that, but having a, a, a deep rooted foundational why behind what it is that you're doing is going to allow you to achieve things, oh, achieve things huge. that otherwise you, you never would have done. Right. Yeah. If your why is weak, if you've got a weak why, you're not getting much done. No. You, just no. like you said, you'll justify to yourself why you're not going to do something. Right. 100%. You always will. Yeah. So I, I look at it like you've seen the waves on the ocean. They're gnarly sometimes. If you watch like um, uh, that that crab and show or whatever, the snow crab and show. Oh, and yeah, some of yeah. those Some of those shows. Those waves are gnarly. They're big. But even I've seen some of them, like I'll go deep sea fishing out in San Diego and you'll see coming out of port where the... Waves are moving in, right, with the rise of the tide. It gets a little bit gnarly right there as you come out. Yeah. And the smallest boat, as long as it has forward momentum and has power to the prop, will will overcome some of those most challenging waves. And so our why is a lot, a lot like that prop. If we can keep it in the water and we can keep the power to it, you're going to get through the storm. You're going to get through the waves. You're going to get through all of it, the, all those obstacles. I mean, just like this example, it's like, you, you knew your why. Yeah. And when you know your why, it's program's over. So I, I can't help but think there's so many people I know that have been through severe pains or challenges in their life, something that's very, very devastating and, and unimaginable, but, but, but they went through it. And as I talk to them and, and, and you know, can consult with them and, and, and we talk about their pains and their challenges and what they went through, they found this power that they didn't know they had. Have you talked to people like that, that they go through something so painful that during that moment, they didn't think they just acted Yeah. and they were in survival mode and they found a way to get through it and they dug deep. Right. Yeah. And they, they found this power that they didn't know that they had inside of them, whether it's a power of patience or perseverance or determination, or it's, it's just a survival mechanism. 
Yeah, it's, right. It's making me think of a, a specific time in my life. You mind if I share something? No, go ahead. Awesome, It'd be great, dude. So, one of the things that, so I'll, I'll I'll talk about this first, and then I'll share what I what I wanted to share is, you know, when we're when when we're considering our why, we we usually I don't want to say we usually negation, but sometimes it's our family. But why can't it be us? Right. right? Why can't it be me? And there was a time in my life. Uh, where it was just a dark period, dude. It was a bad time in my life. I'd just gone through a divorce. It was a messy divorce, pretty terrible. Um, uh, as far as, you know, what was in the papers and what was being said and what I felt like I had contributed. So it was just a really bad time in my life. And, and, uh, I've always struggled with, uh, with self-esteem and that type of stuff. That's always been something that's, that's a dark cloud over my head. And so at this time it was just maxed out super bad. And, I don't know. I can't identify the switch. I don't know where, where the light switch came on, but in and amidst all of that, that was going on, something told me that, that I deserved better. Yeah. Right. And that in that moment I became my why and I started doing things for myself. And I think, you know, for anybody out there, Nick nation, anybody that's struggling, anybody that feels that way, you know, we're, we're all worth it. We are worth it. Yeah. We can be, we can be our why. Why not? Why not us be our why? We need to be. Yeah. You know, you bring up something that just brought to my memory. I'm working with someone that, that, that I know very, very well. It's very close to me. And this person will do anything for anybody. Everybody loves this person. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't say a bad thing about this human if you did, you were blind or something. You're was, a liar. You were, you were challenged in <laughs> yeah. one way or another, right? And so, but this person struggles with, uh, I mean, taking care of others, no problem. Taking care of themselves, doing something for them, no, won't do it. Yeah. And and what you just brought up is, for example, I was talking to this person and I'm, I'm helping them through this challenge and coaching them and, and I said, you keep promises to everybody. You are so dependable. Your kids ask for something, done. Someone else asks for something, done. You can be counted on. You're dependable. You come through. There's no question. There's no question you're going to parachute in and take care of it. Yeah. And you're going to keep your promise. And you're going to see it all the way through, thick or thin, right? And when it comes to yourself, you make all these promises that you never keep. And it is so critical. I said, I would rather see you keep the promises you make to yourself before everyone else is. Let one of those go and keep those promises to yourself. Because um, in, in, in coaching different people, it's, it's that uh, this is happens more than you would realize. And so I'm glad you brought that up because the most important promise you can keep, and I'm talking to you right now who's listening, is that promise to yourself. If you promise to get up and exercise tomorrow morning and you're not feeling it, feel it. Do I don't it care anyway. if you have to drag yourself out and, and, and get on the bike or get on the whatever. And, and, and I don't care if it's a mediocre workout. Keep that promise to yourself because what happens is you start stacking promises. It's like stacking gratitude. When you start stacking gratitude, something happens, something changes. And I can't tell you what it is, right? You said there was a light that switched. There's a light 
that will switch for you if you keep promises to yourself. Because if you can keep them to yourself, which is the most important promise, I promise you, it's the most important promise to keep. Yeah. And I don't think we think about that. No, Because it's a confidence builder. It's like stacking two by fours, man. They're a little bit flimsy when they're by themselves. But when you start stacking those promises that you keep to yourself, bro, your value just goes, I mean, you will see it in the, in the light of your eyes. You'll see it in the way you carry yourself and the way you hold your head. You'll see it. It's important. Fuzz everybody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you got to be dependable. Don't get me wrong, but you got to be dependable to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man, you're, you're, I'm, I'm feeling a little guilt on this side of the table over here. I've, I've got, dude, I break promises to myself all the time. I, and, and what we were just talking about, these justifications, right? If your why isn't good enough, you'll justify, yeah. you'll justify not doing something. And I justify all the time breaking promises to myself. So I, I'm, I'm going to take this challenge, brother. And well, look, it, I think Austin, uh, and, and since you're bringing it up and being so open, I think it's so critical because we wear a badge of honor that we put everyone else first. In the long run, it's not a badge of honor because when you can't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to take care of those other people. That's true. Right? Yeah. Switch that badge, dude. Right? Take time out for a minute because you're worth it. Yeah. And when you keep those promises to the other people that you keep those promises to, you can see how much they appreciate it, right? Times that by a hundred when you just take that promise and you keep it to yourself. Yeah. Right? When you when you can count on you, bro, something changes inside of you. So I gotta tell I gotta tell you, it's it sounds crazy. I mean, it's a little bit backwards from the way we're raised. Hey, take care of everybody else. That's the right thing to do. You know what I mean? You want to be the hero. You want to be the guy that takes care of the problems for everybody else. But at the same time, you've got to keep the promises to you. If you promise to get up and do this tomorrow and you make a goal, do it at all costs because that's when things start to change and value starts to get built. And the crazy thing is we came to this earth with all the validation that we needed. We came with value already. Yeah. We learned to decrease our value as, as as during the life of living and through the challenges of life and experiences we've had. We don't have to validate ourselves. We came here with value. We just have to find it. We have to realize it. And, and then the people I feel bad for is because everybody's in search of their why, right? And their value. <clears throat> the people I feel bad for are the ones that successfully identify their why and then keep veering off the path, right? Yeah. Because that happens. Yeah, I mean, there's does. people out there searching for their why, and, you know, I had a, a another friend of mine that was like, dude, I don't know what I'm passionate about. I don't really know. I don't this. I don't that. And it's like, you don't have to have a certain hobby or a passion or a thing. You don't need a thing to hold on to. Your life, if, if whatever you do, if you do it and excel and keep the promises to yourself, you can find passion in anything. But replace passion with purpose, right? Because sure. underneath purpose is buried your why. And that's why it's so important to identify and, and, and find and ponder and search and, and, and really dig it up, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's get down to the roots and find what our why is. Because finding our why is so important. It's like finding our gift and honing that gift in and identifying that gift. And I think it's our life mission to identify that gift because each one of us has it and each one of us is unique. And then I think it's also our life purpose to give that gift away. Yeah, I think... Well, as we're talking about this, I, I'm kind of thinking about my whys, right? Not just my only, no, it hasn't been just one, right? Depending upon the circumstance of my life and where I'm at and, and who's in my life, my why has changed over time. 
and and I expect my why to change, you know, again as as we go into the future and other challenges and stuff. And I think that that's totally normal to to change your why, but as long as it's it's purpose driven, right? As long as it's super powerful, yeah, and it, and it's going to allow you to to overcome challenges, right? It's going to help you see the light at the end of the tunnel, right? It's going to help you push and forward. It's going to help you motor forward through those waves, yeah. right? Yep. It's okay for the why to change. It is. Uh, as but, long as it's based in our roots, right? It enhances. Yeah, because absolutely. think about where you're at right now. You have young kids. Yeah. Sometime in life, you're going to have young grandkids. Yeah. Does your why change? It's got to. Your why is going to be foundationally the same. But it's going to grow. It's going to be um, different aspects of your tree of your why. Different branches are are going to be more important at other times than they are, you know, from times past. So um, we do have to update our expectations and update our why and and make sure it's enhancing and growing because part of going through it is growing through it, right? I think our why needs to grow through it as well and grow with us. Yeah, I agree with that. So I think that's a good point. Um Another another way I like to identify this is, you know, when you when you're at home and you set your thermostat, I mean, think about it. When you go up, you have one of those electronic thermostats or whatever. Everybody's got these smart Google box driven, <laughs> yeah. whatever the flipping thing is, you know, and yeah. you can just it talk tells to you it, it no. tells you what temperature your house needs to be no. at nowadays. I yeah, <laughs> I don't touch the temperature. Bro. If it's cold, I pull on another blankie. If it's hot, <laughs> yeah. I take it off. There you, you know go. what I mean? So. I'll wake up in my skibbies with no blanket or I'll be huddled <laughs> up, up with a with a beanie on. There right? you go. I don't care about the temperature. So but the thermostat, you set it, but let's say it's dead of winter. You set it, you can open up all your windows and let the dead of winter come in to the house and, and, and bring in cold air in. And you're pretty confident when you set it. It I mean it, it does its job. It comes on. It's like, hey, it's too cold, man. I gotta kick on, right? Yeah. Setting our why and setting our expectations and the way we talk to ourselves and our foundational and conditioned beliefs, they're the same way. That's why that why is so important. If you can imagine that why being the dial, you're going to set it at 70. Yeah. And walk away. And you're confident it's going to stay at 70. And when you really identify your why, you can be that confident. Those obstacles, those challenges, all those things that are in your way. It's just like that building, man. When your kids were over there, you're going to blow through those obstacles. You really are. Because how, Be I mean, when you know your why, the how, dude, it becomes obvious and it becomes just a trailblazing way through. I mean, it doesn't, doesn't matter what obstacles come up. When you're that determined and you understand your why, you're busting through it. Just like you set your thermostat and go to bed, you know it's going to stay real close to, to whatever you set it at. Yeah. So if we can set our why... And, and keep it set and adjust it. You know, if it's summertime, like you said, we'll adjust it up or down or whatever. Yeah. Um, depending on the season. But that's how powerful it is. Once you program it up into your mind and you understand that why and you know it and you can feel it and you can taste it and you can see it and the vision's there. I'm telling you, there's not an obstacle that's so big that's going to knock you off course. Yeah. Incredible. Right? Yeah. So having a why is important. Um, the other thing is. You know, we have, we have to be careful what questions, how we phrase questions, because um, people people always say, um, you know, they they'll ask, "What's your why?" Right? Yeah. Well, um, how do I how do I do? If I say to you, "How do I do?" You're going to say, "What?" Yeah. How do you do what? How do you do what? Yeah. And the real question is why? How do I do why? Like. 
how, how, why am I here? Yeah. Right. Cause we all do, we all do what's right. right? We're we, good we, at what we do. What's all the time. For example, if you're, if you're confused here about a what, a what I go to work, that's a what, that's a what I have a career, right? That's a what, yep. right? Those, uh, you know, we go hunting or we go fishing. That's a what, that's a what, right? That's not a why. Right. Exactly. So the real question is why, right? Yeah. How do you do? We're automatically programmed to say what? Yeah. And we do need to say why. And the reason is my what, for example, I love to, you know, uh, create. I love to work hard. I love to take businesses and and, and figure them out, right? Yeah. I'll walk into a restaurant and it'll say occupancy, da-da-da-da-da, average plate price, da-da-da-da-da. There's this many people walking around. I try to figure out, you know, if they're making money or not or yeah, whatever. What's the profit I mean, margin here? <laughs> I, mean, that's, I mean, yeah, I've got an issue. I think there's medication for that, but. <laughs> I'll go to scout camp and I'll be like eight bucks a kid for a week. There's how many kids there's, you know what I mean? I'll start yeah. doing the math and I'll be like, Hmm, they're doing pretty good. I'm going to open a scout camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so that's my what? Yeah. Right. That's how, that's what I do. Yeah. Right. But why do I do it? So I can inspire people and help build their confidence and, and, and I can teach my kids and I can provide for my family. That's my why. So me understanding my why I do my what, it makes the what so much more impactful, so much more beautiful. It makes life that much more impactful. And and having an impact is obviously what we all want to do. So if you want to have an impact on other people's lives, reverse it and ask the question, why? Why am I here? What is my why? And And why do I exist, right? What are yeah. some of my talents, right? What gets me out of bed every day? And, and what makes you feel alive? I mean, there's certain things that you can ask yourself to identify and work backwards to your foundational reason why. I mean, the word inspire comes from a Latin word, means to breathe life into, right? Yeah. What makes us, what inspires us to breathe life into our day-to-day? Our, yeah, and ourselves. Yeah, right. right. And some people might say, well, I don't like what I'm doing. You know what? the most powerful person in the world that can go out and do a mundane job that he may not like and find a way to like it is going to be successful at whatever he does. Well, dude, I went through this. Uh, I know we talked about this in another episode, but we'll just bring it up again here. Uh, short version, but I went through this myself, right? With, with the, the, the current job and it was dismal at best, man. I was miserable in this job and I had to change the way that I looked at it and the way that I changed the way that I looked at it was I identified my why, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I, it gave me an opportunity to refocus on my family. What was really important, what was really important to me, yep. what mattered to me. It wasn't the job. It was the family and the job was a means to an end, which was taking care of that family yeah. line. So, you know, just like you said, it, it, it can change over time. And you got to identify it. And once you focus on it, things that are miserable, things that you're trudging through, things that you're just tolerating, you know, you can, you can tolerate them better. Yep. And you can learn, you can learn to put them in that, in that pain or pleasure bucket. Pain right? or pleasure bucket. There's brother. two, there's two things that drive us to massive action. One is the avoidance of pain. And the other one is the search for pleasure. And sometimes we're putting things in the pain bucket and we don't know why. Yeah. If we identify our why. We're going to put them in the pleasure bucket, right? Yep. Because they might be a foundational reason of why we do what we do. 
Yes. Right? Absolutely. And so I think it's important, Act Nation, we need to understand that our why is our fuel that drives us in motion and action every day. And you know what? Be grateful for that why. Embrace that why. And focus on that why. Because have you ever taken a magnifying glass? You have, you know, when we were kids, we take a magnifying glass, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Out on grandma's front porch. (laughs) Yeah. And we would take all this light. Well, when the light's just, it's not focused or condensed in one area, it's not very powerful, right? Right. You put it under that magnifying glass, you can burn a piece of paper. Yeah, you can start a fire. That's called focused, right? It's focused into that one thing and it's magnified and you can you can start a fire. You could even burn some, you know, crickets or whatever. Right? Yeah, but, whatever but, you do. But you can start a piece of paper on fire. If you take that exact same dense light and you focus it down and condense it even more, it can, can become a laser and it can become hotter and more focused, even cut steel. Yeah. So if you think about that just for a minute, our why can be the same same way. I mean, well, when it's out there and it's unidentified, it might provide light, but it doesn't really focus to either burn paper or cut steel. So if we want to thrive in life and we want to become someone better tomorrow than we are today, it's so vital and important to magnify and focus and understand our why to propel us into that becoming. I love that, kid. I love that. So let's let's do that, Nick Nation, right? Let's let's focus on our why, right? Let's magnify it. Let's let that why propel us through uh, waves of uncertainty, and uh, you know, let's let our why help us uh, help us feel better in situations where we're miserable. If you're just out there drifting around right now and and kind of coasting and whatever that is, do the evaluation, guys. Yeah. Find your why. Find yep. your why. It's important. Find it. Keep it. Focus it and enhance it. Awesome. Well, if you like the message today, if you like the content, be sure to like and share this video. The more you like it, the more people we're able to reach. Uh, look us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I think we're, we're on those, right? Um, and if you like the gear that we're wearing, check out neckroots.com. Uh, we've got a little shop there. You can check out the hats and the shirts and uh, pick up something that you like. But uh, for now, we'll leave you with that. Thanks for listening and bless up, Neck Nation. Bless up. We're out.